Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out, too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. My name is Megan, and as always, I'm just thrilled to have you here. Um... I shared these words of encouragement recently in our Facebook community, and I wanted to dive into it a little bit further here. Um, This piece of advice I used to go over and over and over in my head when we were like in the trenches and really, um, when we were in the trenches and really just feeling like, oh my God, like, I don't know if I can do another day like this. I would always, always, always remind myself of this. So before we get into it, I just want to remind everyone um, and you especially that motherhood is full of all different stages and we're constantly um, adjusting and adapting to these new stages, whether it be a developmental stage for our kid Um, something new that they're going through, whatever it is, some of these stages or seasons can feel like just treacherous, right? And we might be wishing this time away, like, oh my God, I, when will this be over? Right. Um, and other seasons are so full of joy and fun and love and laughter that you just want to stop time and savor every single minute. And the wild thing about motherhood is that you can have both of those, you can experience both of those in one 24 hour period. (laughs) So, you know, it's not like it's one or the other. Um, They kind of ebb and flow and it it can ebb and flow every day. Sometimes it's, you know, every couple weeks. Sometimes it's like months or years, right? So depending on where you're at right now, where your kid's at, what you enjoy, what your kids enjoy, all of those things, um, it's not the same experience for everyone. Um, But no matter what stage you find yourself in today or right now, this is your reminder that it won't always be like this. It won't always be like this. And... This is something that was a mantra of mine when my kids were very small. And this mantra got me through the toughest days when I felt like I was barely hanging on and I could not do another day. I would always remind myself, it's not always going to be like this, Megan. It's not always going to be like this. And now that I'm in this new stage of motherhood, Um, in the sense that my kids are bigger, they're teenagers now. Um, this was something that was a mantra of mine when they were tiny. Um, 
now it's coming full circle because now I'm sitting back and I'm like, holy shit, it's not always going to be like this. Um, so I want to just kind of take you through my motherhood journey a little bit so I can share with you <laughs> like some of the times that I was like, Oh my God, it's not, it's not, remember, it's not always going to be like this. And some of the times that I was like, Oh, it's not always going to be like this. Um, but the, the point is to, if you're in the trenches right now and you feel like I just, I don't know how I'm going to keep going. You can keep going because there is an end. It's not always going to be like this. And if you're in a season that you're just really enjoying and really savoring, remember to soak all of that all the way up because it's not always going to be like this. It might not be like this tonight at dinner time, right? Like, let's be real. That's just how it is. So when Timmy was just a baby, um, if you're new here or if you don't know, Drew and I had Timmy when we were just a couple months out of high school. And so just a little bit of background. My mom moved the day I graduated from high school for a job. Her job was moving. And so my family moved. It just happened to be that settlement date was the same day that I graduated from high school. Not ideal. Uh, I was seven months pregnant at the time. And so instead of moving with my mom and my family two hours away, I moved in with Drew and his family. So we have this baby. We have all this um, new mom stuff like the baby doesn't sleep at night. Um, he's not latching. So now I have to move to bottle feeding. How do I feel about that? At the time, I didn't feel super great. But like, what else am I going to do? I can't get him to eat. Um, you know, all of that kind of like new mom stuff. And even as he got like past that like teeny tiny infant stage is still like, um, is this rash normal? Is it time to introduce this food? Um, you know, all of that like worry existed. Um, but I didn't feel like super overwhelmed or consumed by it because of all of the other shit that we were experiencing. Drew and I were living together for the first time. We were not in our own space. We were living with his parents. Um, so there were a lot of new dynamics um, being introduced. Drew was working full time. I wasn't working at all. Um, it was a lot. And so back then, I just kind of moved through it and I didn't really take the time to consider or like think about like the fact that Timmy wouldn't always be like this tiny little baby that just loved to snuggle. Oh my God. He loved, loved to snuggle. And I just loved to ignore all of my responsibilities and <laughs> snuggle with him. Um, but at that time we were in a hurry to like grow up ourselves, right? We wanted to um, get married. We wanted to buy our own house or live in an apartment, like whatever that looked like. We wanted our own space and we were craving that so bad. Um, and we lived with our parents for a year after Timmy was born first with Drew's parents and then with my parents. And, you know, there were different adjustments and, and struggles in each of those households. Um, and it was just like, 
every day we we're just like i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait and we were always looking at places we could never afford you know trying to figure all of that out um and so that's in that phase when it was just the three of us that's how we were kind of like rushing through things because we were always looking for like the next step for like our adulthood <laughs> um and then fast forward when the kids were little so um, after Katie was born, Timmy was about first grade. Nicholas was just barely two years old and Katie was an infant. So now we've got, you know, two under two, two of them are in diapers. Two of them can't really communicate their needs. Um, Drew and I were both working full time and going to school at night. And Drew is also working part time at Lowe's. So we had no time together. The house was always a literal disaster like a bomb had gone off um and we were both lucky if we got five hours of sleep each night like five hours of sleep was like a really good long night of sleep and in that time i would remind myself daily daily it's not always going to be like this it's not always going to be like this someday they won't need me as much as they do right now and it's not always going to be like this. And like I said in the beginning of the episode, that was like my mantra that really was like the only thing holding me together, that it's not always going to be like this. It's not always going to be like this. And I was right. It wasn't, it's not, it's not like this now in the sense that like I have to change diapers and, um, pump breast milk while I'm at work and prepare, you know, milk for the baby to take with them to daycare the next day and clean all the bottles. And like, we're not doing that stuff anymore. But to say that my kids don't need me as much now that they're teenagers as they did when they were toddlers is comical. That's comical. It was, and like, no, they don't need me to like get them a snack and change the channel on the TV and like those types of things, but they need me now in very, very different ways. And it is just as emotionally draining as it was then, just in a very different way. I can't really explain it, um, but if you know, you know. <laughs> And it was during that kind of time frame that um, I was introduced to the Trace Adkins song, You're Gonna Miss This. And I'm gonna link it in the show notes. If you're not a country fan or if you're not a Trace Adkins fan or you don't know what I'm talking about, um, if you need a good cry, go ahead and play this song. That will do the trick, I promise. Essentially what it's about is um, this dad watching his adult daughter move through the different stages of like being newly married and moving into their first home where like nothing really works, nothing is really like up to date, you know, everything's ugly. And she's like, oh, you know, don't mind this, don't mind that. And he's like, you're gonna miss this, you're gonna miss this, you know? And then the next phase, you know, the dog's barking, the kids are screaming, the plumber's there. Um, and then he reminds her, cause she's apologizing for the chaos and he reminds her, you're going to miss this. Um, and the song goes on and I'm going to cry. So I'm going to stop. So if you're interested in, you know, again, if you need a, <laughs> a good cry, I am someone who really does need a good cry every once in a while. That song will do it. 
Um, and it's true because now I see old pictures or old videos and I really do wish that I could go back to those days where my kids would fall asleep on my chest and I would just gleefully ignore everything else that was happening or not happening or getting done or not getting done and just like soak that in because I knew that that was especially limited. Um, but I wish I could go back there. Today, my kids are older, so they, they're teenagers. They're much more self-sufficient. Um, but like I said, do they need me less? I would argue no. Their needs are different, very different, but they still exist. They still need my time. They still need my attention and they still require my emotional energy. Um, so now the things that, you know, I find myself feeling like, oh my God, this is too much. It's our schedules. Um, individually, their schedules aren't too bad. You know, Timmy is in high school, so he has um, practice every day after school and games two days a week. That's manageable. Nicholas is just wrapping up his wrestling season and moving into lacrosse season. So he will have practice, I think, two nights a week and games on Saturdays or Sundays. Um, and he wants to do a wrestling clinic. So he'll have wrestling one night, lacrosse practice two nights, and a lacrosse game one day of the weekend. Super manageable. Katie will have practice three nights a week and games again on Saturday or Sunday with, I've counted, I think we have four tournaments so far on our schedule for the spring. And when I say tournament, I mean like, pack a bag, get a hotel room, sleep over Saturday into Sunday, gone all weekend type of experience, um, which again, by itself is totally manageable and fine. Um, and if her brothers played soccer for the same club, their tournaments would be at the same places around the same times and would be much more manageable, but they have different interests. So now we have, now we have Timmy who can get himself to and from practice fine. His games are during the week starting at four o'clock in the afternoon. So now we're taking time off of work to get to his games. Um, they run into practice time. So now one of us, Drew or myself, has to leave his game early to get another kid to practice. Um, what time do we get home? Anywhere between, uh, right now, <laughs> it's either we're all home all night or we're not home together as a family until like 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night. And that's when we do dinner. Um, and that is a choice that I make. We certainly don't have to do it that way. We could do, you know, dinner on the fly. We could do everyone eats at a time that's convenient for them. We could do lots of different things, but dinner time in my house is just a time that I like us all to be together, even though I don't necessarily like eating dinner at nine o'clock at night. Um, this schedule, I thought 
so hard. I fought against this so hard. It's ridiculous. And, you know, I really thank Drew for stepping up when I could not do it and would not do it. Um, and he really manages this schedule because there was a time during COVID in the, you know, the peak of my depression where leaving the house every single day to get someone somewhere was like, it took all of my energy and I had to do it every single day. And so I, I would fight with him constantly. Like they don't need to be in all of these things. It can't be year round. You know, we used to get the winters off before we were introduced to wrestling. We did like soccer or t-ball or baseball or softball or whatever. And we did one in the spring and one in the fall. And we had all summer and all winter long to do whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted. And we really enjoyed that like downtime. And now we don't have that. Um, and so I found myself again, like, it's not always going to be like this, Megan. One day you're going to have free time. One day your house will be clean. One day you'll be able to eat dinner whenever you want. Here it comes. Here come the tears. Um, but recently I've, I've taken a step back and I've realized like, holy shit, it's not always going to be like this. Like Timmy is leaving in August for school and he's not far. He's just a couple hours away, um, but he won't be here. Okay, I had to take a time out and take some deep breaths and collect my thoughts. Um, as you can tell, I'm a little bit emotional just in general right now. Um, so recording this episode, um, you know, doing the outline and, and then the actual recording itself was um, emotional and brought on some tears. So since I had to edit that out anyway, I wanted to pop in here and just remind you about our free Facebook group. It is growing by the day. I would love, love for you to join. The link is in the show notes. You can go ahead and access it there, or you can um, do a search in Facebook for the No BS Mama community, and we should pop up there. So right now we're doing um, a free challenge within the community, but also on Instagram. So you can choose to join us either way. Um, but basically, I really want you to prioritize yourself and take care of yourself right now. So whether it's something that you do for five minutes or five hours, I don't care, as long as you're doing something for yourself every day. So it could be as little as um, taking a few deep breaths or a quick meditation, all the way to like scheduling yourself a facial or a massage or some kind of spa day, right? So um, I really would love for you to join us in that challenge, um, sharing things that other moms are doing to prioritize themselves so that we can all, you know, share some ideas and get some insight. But um, either way, I would love for you to join the challenge and also our Facebook group. Again, it's the No BS Mama Facebook group um, in Facebook. So you can either click the show notes or just search us on Facebook. I hope to see you there. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I had to, whew, I had to collect myself. Um, so he's not going to be far, but he won't be here. So now we're down to just two kids. <clears throat> and even just the two kids 
is way more manageable than all three of them. Um, but it's still like, we still have to pick like this weekend, for example, Timmy has nothing going on. Um, Nicholas has a wrestling tournament and Katie has a soccer tournament. They're both just one day tournaments. They're both about an hour to an hour and a half from our house, but they're 45 minutes from each other. And you know, this is Katie's first tournament of her spring season. And this is Nicholas's last tournament of the wrestling season. And so they're both kind of a big deal, right? And so now it's like, okay, well, which parent goes to which one? And if one's in the morning and one's in the afternoon, do we try and do both of them? And is that really fair to the kids um, that they have to, you know, drag back and forth? Um, I don't know. But the point is, that it's getting more manageable already and Katie will be 18 in under seven years. So in under seven years, our weekends will no longer be consumed by tournaments and we won't have to plan our vacations around school schedules or um, you know, finding a tournament that we can go to first and then planning our vacation around that. Um, we can eat dinner whenever we want. Like Drew and I literally are not going to know how to act or what to do because remember we went straight from being in high school, doing all of this for ourselves. Our, we were both, you know, athletes in high school. Um, working and, and doing all the normal, you know, senior stuff to basically being married and having a baby. So like the baby came first, then the house, then the marriage, but you get the, you get the idea. Like we've never, we've never had a time where our schedules weren't dictated by other people. And like, that's where, like, at this point, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, it's not always going to be like this. And it's a reminder to me on both sides. Like when I'm feeling like overwhelmed and stressed out with the schedule and, you know, the dinners and the house being a mess and all of that, I remind myself, you've got like less than seven years, which is basically five years, which is basically tomorrow. <laughs> it's like when you're running on a treadmill and you're like, I can do 20 minutes. That's just five minutes, four times, right? Like, <laughs> so I use it to get me through that. Um, but more recently, I'm constantly reminded that like my days with my kids are numbered and I need to start like being intentional about enjoying my time with them and stop being like in the state of, um, like stress and overwhelm. Like I have to find a way to not allow my schedule and the lifestyle that we chose um, to, to impact my ability to connect with my kids and enjoy them. Because, you know, there's things about having teenagers that is just like, oh my God, like, you know, everyone always has something smart to say. No one likes what we're having for dinner. Um, no one likes any of the Christmas presents that they got. So we have to return them all and let them pick out something that they like. Like 
all that kind of shit is like teenage shit, right? Um, but they're funny. They're smart. We can have like actual conversations and they don't have to be about like cartoons. They can be about like real things that they're going through in their life or things that they're seeing happening in the world and like hearing their perspective on it. Like that's really cool. So use this, use this. It won't always be like this. Use it to remember to get you through the tough times and use this to remind you to savor the good times. And remember, the tough times and the good times can happen simultaneously. They can happen all in the same day. They can happen in the same hour sometimes. Um, so just use it how you need to use it right now. It's not always going to be like this. And you are doing such a great job. Until next time. Hey, babe. Mom. 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 <laughs> Shit, you guys. I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.